This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Breaking news out of London that could have serious economic and political reverberations for the rest of us. The cliffhanger vote on whether Britain will stay in the European Union. ABC's Lama Hassan now with the latest on what they're calling Brexit. The official results are in. The people of Britain have spoken, voting for a British exit, dubbed Brexit, with almost 52% of the votes choosing to leave the 28-member European Union. Immigration was at the forefront of the Leave campaign for Britain to take control of its borders and its economy, national identity and culture. Make no mistake, this referendum is huge. This result to leave is monumentous, a political earthquake with the financial ramifications uncertain. The pound falling sharply, plummeting against the dollar, which of course will impact Wall Street and global markets when they open. The Leave campaign hailing June 23rd as Britain's Independence Day. It's that day. It's June the 23rd. Seven years ago today, we went out and we beat not just the British establishment, but the global establishment, despite every effort through project fear to frighten the life out of us. Tactics, of course, they'd use again during lockdown. Trouble is, the establishment never accepted it. They never, ever forgave us. And after three and a half years of wrangling and finally getting rid of Theresa May, Boris made a load of promises. And I'm afraid his government didn't really believe in it. We've been horribly let down on immigration, on the reduction of EU rules. Frankly, the Tories have sabotaged Brexit. Sure, we've left and we're standing taller in the world. And our financial services industry is bigger than it was, not smaller, as predicted. But the two big deliverables on immigration and regulations have been sabotaged. I fear, under a Labour government, we may just have to fight this all over again. Do you know what? If we do, we'll win again. Happy Brexit Day. Fascinating. You know, people come up to me and go, you know, you, you used to be a conservative in there. Uh, Are you a liberal all now? All the time. And, 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 I, and I, go, I say, well, what would you like to talk about? And we finished talking about my issues. I go, you're pretty conservative. I go, yes, please, please. <laughs> you need to frame this correctly. And I'm dead serious about this. It's people who support democracy, constitutional democracy, versus people who are anti-democracy who are against constitutional norms, who are willing to throw constitutional norms out the window for Donald Trump, who are willing to to just turn a blind eye to January 6th insurrection because of Donald Trump, who are willing to say right now, as Speaker of the House, that it's okay that Donald Trump stole nuclear secrets. I mean, this is democracy versus anti-democracy. I'm going to say one of the things that really has surprised me over the past several years. I've, I've, been, I've been bitterly disappointed by friends who were fellow conservatives who've completely crumbled and are now part of the anti-democracy forces, and they are. You, you can judge them, you know, not just by their words, but more importantly, judge them by their deeds. 
Judge them if they want to hold Donald Trump accountable. Now, when Donald Trump, you take Lindsey Graham. I came in in 1994 with Lindsey Graham. I always considered Lindsey to be a friend of mine. You know, Lindsey Graham, he supported Donald Trump through Donald Trump saying he wanted his attorney general to arrest Joe Biden and Joe Biden's family two weeks before the election. Supported him through all of that. Supported him through the first impeachment where he held up money and, and, and defensive weapons to Ukraine, trying to get dirt on a political opponent. Right. And then on January the 6th, January the 7th, he opposed him. And then he was chased down a national airport by three people and a hound dog. And suddenly he went back to supporting the anti-democracy candidate. I think it's more than that. There are other. No, no, he's knowing sca- Donald Trump. He's scared. It's more than no, that. it's not. It's always he, more. Listen, everybody always says it's more than that. It's oh, not. It's not more than that. They're not scared of Donald Trump. They're scared of their base. They're scared to be leaders. They're scared to stand up in a town hall meeting and tell people something that people may not want to hear. Keep their head down and continue telling them that. They'll be surprised if they do that, what happens. But they never take that chance because they're such cowards. Um, but... It's democracy versus anti-democracy. I gotta say, Jonathan Lemire, I've also been surprised at some of the people who I would have thought would have gone along with a crowd who have stood up, uh, and, and been stalwarts, uh, even though they're conservatives, uh, standing for democracy and standing against their old party. Because as John Meacham said, we really don't give a damn about what your tax policy is and what judges you're going to appoint if you don't support our constitutional republic. And we can't let that happen again. The country won't be able to take it. The country won't be able to take it. So I just want to thank everybody. I want to congratulate you all. Uh, I may sit around and listen to Steve Bannon uh, because he's really been exceptional, very smart guy. And they went after him too. They went after him. And we'll always continue to go after him. We have to win in 24. We're going to turn around the country. You know, we were energy independent. Think of it. We were independent with energy and we were soon going to be dominant. And we were getting ready to flip where we were going to make so much money with our liquid gold, you know, it's so big as an industry, it's so big, so powerful. We were going to be bigger than Saudi Arabia and Russia combined. I got Anwar approved in Alaska. Anwar is the size and maybe bigger than Saudi Arabia. Ronald Reagan couldn't get it done. Bush, of course, couldn't get it done. Okay, welcome. Uh, we got a lot to go through today, and we're going to get it all done. We're going to chop a lot of wood here. Friday, 23 June, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Um, right there, start off, it's the seventh anniversary. Dave Brett's my wingman for both hours. Uh, Peter Navarro is going to be here with the author, was it Joe Carr? He's uh, going to be at 5 o'clock. I'm going to be at 6 with Dave Ramaswamy. I think uh, Natalie Winters, Jane Zirkel. We, we are packed today, wall-to-wall, for the four hours. Brett's going to be my wingman. This morning, we got a lot to go through. Um, the collapse of the education system in this nation, economy. We got EJ Antoni from the Steve Moore Group and also over Heritage. Um, uh, Navarro is going to join us. Bloomberg story on the collapse of the ticking time bomb of commercial real estate. Uh, Garrett Ziegler, this this amazing, um, this amazing and quite frankly shocking deal, tax deal for Hunter Biden, who was sitting there uh, globbing around last night. Uh, I think humiliatingly. 
uh, in front of Modi at the at the state dinner for Modi. In fact, Dave Ramaswamy is going to be down here, up here to break the whole thing down, the speech, uh, the White House visit, and the state dinner. So let's get into it. Do we have Ed uh, Puzwali? Couldn't get him up. Okay, well, hang on a second, but I want to start. We'll, we'll get it. The reason I wanted to start today, yep. and the reason I asked you here, because Liberty is one of the finest universities in, in the country. You got Hillsdale, you got Liberty, you got a couple others that really are yep. the leading uh, edge of, um, of um, education. And I thought on the seventh anniversary of Brexit, and you heard, remember, Brexit was, uh, was the foreshadowing of the Trump victory seven years ago in June, complete upset. Um, Raheem's going to be with me tomorrow. We're going to try to get to Raheem today. Raheem was was the, the head of the Nigel Farage effort on Brexit, which did a thousand times more than Boris Johnson. It was Nigel Farage that conceived it, brought it about, etc. But that was the foreshadowing of the massive Trump victory. Seven years later, there's even big, bigger kind of things going on under the uh, under the surface. And we want to thank President Trump for the kind words last night about he's a war room listener and watcher. At Cynthia Hughes's, uh, they had the Patriot Freedom Project up there with Louis Gohmert, yeah. Jeff yeah. Clark, uh, Bruce Bruskowitz, the, uh, the the great uh, the the, the uh, that guy's one of the best influencers out there. So, <clears throat> Pazwali was going to come on because Ed uh, and we had a technical problem. So hopefully tomorrow Monday. But yeah, I know you got some charts. And so here's what I want to get into for the for the war room audience is that. It's been so busy, we haven't gotten a chance to get to it. I think that I think the polling or the numbers came out on Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday. It is jaw dropping these numbers for yeah. American education. Yeah. Uh, Liberty is one of the finest. So you, you you've been dealing for years with young young your young students, your young scholars, yeah. coming from the public school system, from the private school system, yeah. from the charter school system, and right. from the homeschool system. Yeah. You've got some charts. You want to walk us through uh, some of the things? Yeah. If on Denver this? wants to pull up, uh, there's a black chart with the NAEP test scores. And uh, just education in general, right? The, the main thing you want to look, uh, we talk about the real economy. You got to have a target in mind. And the target, since the rabbinic tradition and the Greeks, has always been the pursuit of truth, right? And so Liberty and these uh, Hillsdales and whatever, they have not lost sight of what the target is. We're aiming at truth. The Greeks set up the quadrivium and the trivium, the liberal arts system of education. Harvard's motto in 1640 was truth for Christ and church. Go read, parents, and I'm serious on this, when you're looking at competing schools, go look at the mission statements. And if all you see is a word salad that you you really don't know what you just read, and if it doesn't mention truth and, and give some historic situation for the truth, uh, you're probably visiting the wrong schools if you care about education. Uh, I could go off on that. If you talk to the consultants, education is not even in the top ten of why most students or parents want to send their kid to a school, right? They want a good food court, but that, and sports yeah, teams, and all this, which kind of is stuff. all frivolous. Yeah. But what about what about the feeder system that gets them there? Yeah, I'm not so much worried about the the college right, right now. As yeah. I, I am worried about the college because it got so few good ones, and most of it's a waste of time. Yeah. But what about these scores where math yeah. and science are? These are free falls. Yeah. You can't in a modern industrial society. Your, your young workforce, and since we've gone to the entire STEM system, yeah. you're not teaching history, you're not teaching art, you're no. not teaching culture, you're not teaching American right. civics or civilization. Yeah. We've gone to STEM, and the yeah. STEMs, and, the, and that is a free fall. Yeah, and not even STEMs, and everybody knows, right? Funding is tied to these NAEP test scores, right? They've been gaming these test scores. So How? Y- 
Oh, I mean, there's a whole economic literature on this. I mean, there's thousands of articles on gaming the test scores. They serve uh, sugar high uh, lunches and breakfasts before the testing. I mean, you can't believe the gimmicks they go through to jack up these test scores. And then there's all sorts of, you know. Gender. Obviously, it's not working too well it's because it's just, too well, right? the, the sugar high is not yeah. working, right? And, and there's other things that matter. Isn't, too. The te- isn't it the te- te- First of all, the te- I'd like to give the teachers the score. I'm not sure the teachers would pass. No, right. I think that right. I think the teachers are illiterate, have uh, you know, don't know mathematics, yeah. basic. You've got all these weird concepts. Now they've actually admitted that the way they've been teaching reading for thirty years yeah. is wrong. The mathematics is wrong. Yeah. All well, of it. and 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 the signal is uh, the elite universities even are getting away from all the testing. Right, so they can just do no social, sa- no social experimentation. Yeah, because right? that's the moment of truth. And so I don't know if Denver has the NAEP uh, chart up, uh, but the uh, after do COVID, af- yeah, there it is. Yep. Right, so after COVID, you just see a plunge. Even if there have been some nominal gains over the last uh, twenty years or so, which I really don't believe, uh, they're all gone now. And you know, this just ties in the the, the drop in in math and reading scores goes along with all the other. Social, right? Uh, suicide rates are up. Social depression's up. It's all tied. Uh, there's other dimensions to education that matter, too. The Greeks knew this. All the classics knew this. It's called character and virtue formation and all this kind of thing. That's not there. Instead of virtues, we're teaching that there are no virtues. There's no God. Uh, there's no foundations. There's no it's absolute you're tre- truth. You're teaching woke. You're and teaching in woke, woke right. it's programmatically yeah. the LGBTQ Right. Ideology. That goes that's, in. That's what, I that mean, goes that, in. That's right. embedded. That, yeah. that is, that's a core, that's a core, that's what they're trying to teach. Right. Right. And so, and they, you know, they, they're smart enough not to go into the Marxist stuff or the neo-Marxist stuff, right? They don't mention it explicitly, but this is clearly the Marxist project. Sure. You first, you get rid of God, then you get rid of truth, then you get rid of ethics. You get rid of the family. They, the and they've won. Of, Real quickly, before we go to break, and we got some hardcore economics. We got EJ on Tony. We got Navarro. We got Dave Bratt. Um, the when when people come to Liberty, yeah, the sourcing of the elite prep schools, the the public schools, yeah, the the charter schools and the home schools, yeah, rank order those. <clears throat> Well, the elites, of course, do good. You know, they spend tens of thousands of dollars on these, you know, prepping for all the big national test scores. Whatever. So that's that's fine. And we're going to get that's the economy. There's just a bifurcate. There's the top 10 yeah. percent and then there's the rest of us. Uh, but for the rest of us, yeah, the homeschool kids come in They're They do science. They do math. They, Those moms. They're quantitative. Yeah. The moms are phenomenal. Remember the one great thing about COVID, the moms, this is how moms yeah. are liberty. They came. found the, out. The moms took a look. Yeah, right. If you just put it on the shoulders of the moms on America, yeah. moms for liberty, the yeah. moms in this country, yeah. the history of this nation is built upon the shoulders, yeah. the broad shoulders. Yeah. Of the moms of this yeah. nation. And the moms are also central in the church. They run the church, too. Let's uh, back in a moment. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, Hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up. End quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. 
If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um, from the first segment, what I want to do is offer up to Joe Scarborough that uh, we, we will, the war room will put on a, a town hall just for Joe, and we'll go back to his old congressional district. He's always talked about how they love him so much. And we'll have a MAGA town hall, or just, we'll just invite everybody to show up and have Joe there. And Joe can defend, you know, all his city ways, as we say. You know, it's Scarborough, so you've you got to think, we're, it, it, it's not a challenge, but we offer, the war room offers um, to have a town hall Put it up. It's Matt Gates's district now. We'll yeah. do it down in, in Pensacola near the Naval Air Station. And by the way, I noticed, uh, Morning Mika, since, since we had we, – we called out Joe for just being a slug and, and drafting off her, and she's doing all the work. She doesn't have her name on the show. She's not – you know, I'm sure she's not as paid as well, right? Uh, it, it, she's been much more deferential. You know, she's been, she's been very deferential to Joe. We've noticed. We watched this. We deconstructed. Okay. Uh, with the economy. All you hear on on, uh, on Stephanie Rule and everybody on MSNBC and, and CNBC is how great it is. It's the greatest economy in the world. Jim Cramer, he's skipping around again. So uh, brothers Brat, uh, Navarro, and EJ and Tony uh, all disagree. So I'm going to start with EJ. EJ, you want to go through. You, you just take it, brother. Walk us through these charts. And this is out of the Chicago Fed. This is not us saying this. This yeah, is, your right, Chica- this is right. the Chicago Fed's numbers, yeah. EJ. So walk us through. Right. Well, Steve, thanks for having me. One of the really amazing things that we're seeing right now is how the official numbers coming out of the Biden administration are contradicting basically all the other economic indicators. And when we look at, for example, the data coming out of the regional Federal Reserve Bank, Chicago is the latest, we see things are just falling off a cliff. I mean, the service sector literally had its worst month in that district since the lockdowns of 2020, when businesses were forcibly closed by the government and it was illegal for you to go to work or to shop at many small businesses. So things are not looking good at all. Uh, we're, we're not only seeing, for example, uh, businesses just stop hiring altogether and take down online job postings, uh, but we're also seeing work weeks being shortened too. And the reason that's such a, a good indicator is because businesses oftentimes, before they actually start laying off people, since there's an extra cost to laying off and hiring folks, is they just start reducing their hours. And that's a very good indicator when we see that widespread that we're going to have additional layoffs in the future. So I really don't see any indicators going forward uh, that we're going to be able to avoid a recession here, especially when you start factoring Fed policy into the mix as well. Walk me through. You got some charts, don't you? Can we go through the uh, Can we th- go through the charts you put up on your Twitter? Explain those Absolutely. to the audience. Absolutely. So, you know, some people have said how uh, you know the, the Fed has essentially never really stopped uh, their quantitative tightening, and and that's a very very good point. That's true. They're continuing to sell off. 
you know, U.S. Treasuries, mortgage-backed securities. They're drawing down the balance sheet. Except what happened in March was they created all of this emergency lending in order to try to prop up the failing banking system. And what that did was undo about half of the so-called quantitative tightening or QT. So in other words, the Fed, as they were allowing money to be extinguished with one hand, was creating it with the other. Now, they are back on track with uh, with extinguishing additional money to try to fight inflation, but they are still increasing the amount of lending through something called the bank term funding program. And what that essentially does is allow banks to take bad assets on their books and temporarily put them on the Fed's books, but the program only lasts a year. And so once that runs out, which we have less than nine months to go at this point, once that runs out, the Fed really has no answer to how it's going to help these banks. In other words, we're going to be right back into the situation we were in March yeah. where we had banks that, that were failing. Um, can we go to – can you – you got the charts? Can we go to the charts? They just – Oh, he has. But the, the where do I see that on the charts? Because it's got to be specific. Remember, I got a podcast and radio audience here. So where where was that shown on the charts? Uh, so we have we have one chart showing the bank term funding program continuing to increase, uh, and and that just hit a new record high last week. Uh, and and even with amazingly, even when you consider how things like reverse repos have been coming down and how things like uh, interest on reserves, the amount of reserves that banks have at the Fed, that has been coming down as well. Uh, and you would say, okay, well, that, that's a very good sign because we're, we're getting tightening in, in credit there. A lot of this is being offset by, again, this, this emergency lending by the Federal Reserve. And so as a consequence of that, it, I think it well, first, let me say it really illustrates how the Fed doesn't have an exit strategy here. But as a consequence of that, we're not getting the, the actual impact in terms of ending inflation that we should be. As I said earlier, this is really the Fed giving with one hand yeah. but taking away with the other. Yeah. No, they can't. This is why the Bank of England, I think, yesterday, 50 basis point pop kind of surprised by Dr. Navarro, your assessment of this and also this Bloomberg story you, you pulled up today and showed me the crack of dawn that doesn't bode well for any of this. What's your assessment of this, sir? Well, Powell said it all. Basically, it's going to take a long time, <laughs> and we're going to have to solve our inflation problem in Powell's terms, not the Trump way, which creates positive growth, but in the Biden way, which is to strangle the economy with high interest rates and stick it to the deplorables. And that's the process we're in. I'm uh, as, an, as an economist and forecaster, I've always seen both the bond and stock markets as leading indicators of what's going on. And if you just watch the action now, you've had a rally in bonds, meaning bond prices are up, expectation of lower interest rates, not because the Fed's going to lower them, but at the long end, it's because this, this recession's coming. Um, and stocks have been trading at the upper end of the range, and, and um, you, you look out below. Bottom line, Steve, is that we're, we're in stagflation. Uh, this story that caught my eye today, obviously, was this Bloomberg story. Bannon's been all over that for months as, as we in the war room. But it's a $30 trillion problem. Here's the, can here's we get the this, nutshell of it. Can we it. get the story the Nutshell up. of it. Hang, 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 on, a hang, ho, ho, hang on a second. Yeah. Hang on. Hang yeah. on. Let's. I want to. If Denver yeah. could put that story up from Bloomberg, because it's very important. Yeah. And I want Grace and Mo to make sure they put it up. People should read this. But go ahead, because yeah, yeah. this is a this is a ticking time bomb 
and here's why. Nature. Yeah. Yep. Here's the buried. Here's the buried lead in the story. Okay. When in the housing market, the norm is thirty-year fixed rate mortgages, right? So you you finance it and you just forget about it, right? In the commercial real estate market, which is a thirty trillion dollar market, the strategy is very short term financing with a big balloon payment at the end. And if you can't refinance, you send the keys back to the bank. Okay. Now the yeah. problem that these commercial office space has, obviously, is on the demand side. Uh, the pandemic, post pandemic, has totally disrupted the whole model. Even people who are going back to work, only going back for a couple of days. Businesses or huge corporations are consolidating all their space. And the demand side of that market's upside down. And then on the terms of the debt. But don't don't bury the lead. There's a big story up today about the gutting of the the towns in the Midwest, right? And it's all the same. You get every one of these cities... Yes. Or the the mid you know St. Louis, Detroit, or the big cities like they're all Every run city. by democratic machines. Every yes. run by they're lawless. It's anarchy. It's filthy. It's fentanyl. It's homeless. People are tired yes. of it. They're not going to. So the, yeah. the the work at home movement sitting home working now, at home and the, and the, hey hey and a lot of the work at home tech people are the people that vote for these progressive policies, yes. but then they don't want to live with them, right? They so that's why these downtowns are in free fall and the commercial real estate. I think it's Minneapolis yeah. has 21 million feet of unleased office space. Minneapolis has always been one of the great cities out there in the Midwest. That's just one small example. But, yeah. Peter, continue. Yeah, well, so the, the, the problem is that there's a, a, a trillions of dollars coming due by 2025 <clears throat> that have to be refinanced. And the, the interest rates are simply too high. For that, plus there's a squeeze on banks. A lot of these regional banks now have had to tighten up in the wake of of the uh, the collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank. So it's it's basically the ultimate ticking time bomb on top of everything else, Steve. So um, this is this is a politician made disasters. It's all Joe Biden, and um, you know we we forecast stagflation yep. over a year ago. It's uh, nothing transitory yep. about this. And the people who are in charge don't understand the yeah. underlying problem, sir. The core, the yeah. core. Okay, you're going to be yeah. here. Uh, let's do a quick advertisement for the five o'clock show with you. You've yeah, yeah, actually yeah. got some star talent coming on today. How does a firecracker, uh, Commander uh, uh, Jack Carr, written uh, the terminal list? And the reason why I'm talking to a novelist. Um, is because his last novel, Only the Dead, which just came out, is like the perfect expression of MAGA from the grassroots. You, you all know Joe Kent. It's like Joe Kent started writing books. This, um, the, the, It's just a beautiful expression of what MAGA means. So I thought in the 5 o'clock hour talking to Commander Kerr, we perfect. could actually kind of talk about what MAGA means. It's not a four-letter word. It's something beautiful, patriotic, and it's aimed for prosperity and security. So tune well, in at five. I'm honored to guest host for the admiral. It is a, it is a four letter word to the establishment. We're proud of that. Uh, yes. Real quickly, what's your social media? What's your social media? Yeah, PeterNavarro.substack.com is where to go. PeterNavarro.substack.com. Real P Navarro on Getter and Twitter and True Social. Uh, and uh, you know we just we just got to keep hammering, Steve. This is this is a long term okay. fight, and. Uh, 
you're doing it great. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you, Peter Navarro. EJ, how do people get to you on social media? How do they follow your uh, the, the analysis you do? Best place to find me is on Twitter, at Real EJ Antoni. EJ, thank you very much. Great work over there. Steve Moore, great work at Heritage. You guys are killing it. Thank you so much. Okay, uh, Brad's going to stick around. We got, uh, we're got. we trying to track down Garrett Ziegler. This tax deal on Hunter Biden is much worse than you thought. Whistleblowers are out. Also, we have a new Cuban missile crisis right in front of us. President Trump talked about it yesterday with uh, Seb. We've got Sam Faddis to talk about the crisis in Cuba, the CCP with a dagger at the heart of America, all next in the war room. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we've got some uh, we've got some walkthrough with um, the um, we got some walkthrough with uh, Dave Brat. We got some charts. Yeah. We're gonna go through some things. On the your basic theory of the case is like EJ. The the math here that's coming out of yeah. these regional feds is nothing but bad. It reinforces the Peter Navarro stagflation. Right. And right. this is where we're getting projections of one to one point one percent growth. Yeah. Uh, high core inflation. Yeah. High interest rates. And you're just going to have lost decades in front of you, yeah. right? You're just going to yeah. kind of I really grind, believe that. You're yeah. going to kind of grind along, yeah. right? This is back to what yeah. you, the, the Japan had yeah. in, in the – Japan's had since the 90s because that asset inflation has never really gotten out of it. Yeah. They're probably in worse shape today than ever. Uh, and it's what the United States had given all the d- bad decisions we made in Vietnam, the Great Society, the oil crisis, coming off the gold standard, all that finally right. – Volcker – you know, Volcker and Reagan showed up, thank God. I mean, and, uh, you know, we're able, we're two men of courage. Never forget, courage is the key underlying. Yeah. If you don't have courage, you don't have anything. Right. So walk us through walk us through your choice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and just to reiterate what you just said, uh, you know, it's, it's becoming common knowledge now, but, you know, the big 10 tech stocks are the only thing that are up. They're about a third of the S&P uh, stock market. And so the market is up because it's been artificially stimulated as EJ just said, the Fed added another $500 billion after the bank started getting wobbly. Uh, and then the, the uh, catastrophe of the uh, 
the uh, debt ceiling lift that added a, a, an additional minimum four trillion minimum of, four uh, trillion of, of federal government the trailing spending. the trailing twelve months which is reality shows us two trillion dollars yeah, so right. it's going to be a lot worse than four yeah, it's, it's going to be worse go right? it's gonna, no doubt it's going to be worse tax revenues economy <clears throat> slowing yeah. tax revenues because yeah. of the structure you're not going to increase tax no. rates and then and no Ta- growth no growth and that means last time I was on the best predictor of that is our capital stock right the total amount of capital we have to work with is now smaller than China's capital stock. So that, in basic economic terms, we're going to that one percent economic growth is going to be with us for your lost decade. And then my my charts show uh, what EJ showed, and the service sector is over half of the economy right now, and that's you and me and the people that work in in service jobs, and those are not scalable. So you're not going to get rich off those, right? They don't grow and grow at an exponential rate like a big tech if you pop a patent or something like that. And so the first chart that Denver has up already are the uh, leading economic indicators, right? So that's a basket of 10 indicators that are leading in the sense they should predict where the economy is going to go. Same as the service sector. It's fallen off a cliff uh, right there. Uh, why is that important? The next chart, Denver. But hey, just yeah. for the audience, nomenclature. Yeah. Leading indicator. You hear right. that a lot yeah. on the business. Leading indicator means what? When they see yeah, that basket. They're, they're like a basket of you know housing permits, job losses. That uh, can project what the yeah. kind of growth of the economy. Right. You, right. If, if things are good, it's going to yeah. be robust. Right. If things are neutral, bad. it's going to be neutral. If it's bad. negative, it's, it's going to be bad. Negative, okay. negative bad. And, and what do these leading indicators tell you yeah, right now? Uh, they're telling you the real economy, GDP, which is the total amount of stuff you make per year, right? Goods and services, cars, refrigerators, that kind of thing, uh, are going down. No surprise. We're supposed to be in a recession by now. But I just covered, and you just covered on the show every day, the stimulus that, that keeps that from happening. And the market's correcting. So uh, the next chart, uh, it just uh, reemphasizes uh, what we're saying. The leading economic indicators uh, are perfectly correlated with uh, GDP growth. It's the same two graphs. Right. And I'm going to post these at uh, Brad Economics if other yeah. people want to pull them and share them. Uh, the and, next, and Grace yeah. and Mo, I want you to make sure that they, Captain Bannon and Grace, make sure you put it up, hopefully Carly Bonet over at Midnight Ride. Let's get all these out here because I want people to get fully up to speed on what's yep. happening in the economy. Keep yep. going. Uh, next, the value of the U.S. dollar. This is in the news. You're all over it. Uh, there's a few different terms that might confuse people. Depreciation of the dollar is usually referenced with respect to other currencies, right? So your currency goes down versus another currency. That uh, can be a win either way, right? If you depreciate, it's good for exports, uh, bad for imports. Uh, devaluation is used similarly. That's when a country does it. If you don't have floating uh, exchange rates and the country imposes a devaluation, you'll hear that more the central command uh, economies. But this is the one that uh, affects your lives, right? The, the purchasing power uh, of the dollar is down 86% since 1972, right? When we well, got on, off what, gold. What, what, and hold on, yeah, what, right, random, right, what, right, random, right. what random event happened? No, th- I want you to repeat yeah. that. Everybody repeat it, okay? Everybody yeah. repeat it. Since, since we went off the gold standard, yeah. purchasing power of the dollar has been what? Down 86%. That is not what you call stable prices. And the Fed got off of gold, and their number no, one but the mandate. No, look yeah. for, for all the things that people say. What's well, an ancient thing? Yeah. It doesn't make any difference. Yeah, no. There's all this crazy stuff from nope. Egypt and places like that. No, nope. but here's what it did. It was a tether yeah. to politicians. Right, right. If you had the gold, you wouldn't have had what you had just here with the, with McCarthy in this crowd. Yeah. Okay. Right. Where they got a printing press over the Federal Reserve. Can't do it. They keep printing money. Just a, yeah. a, a quick aside. This is why I'm Birch Gold. 60 days from now. So, and, and Fattis is going to be on here who's dedicated his life to the CIA in a moment about the, the new 
crisis in Cuba. The crisis in Cuba, the envelopment of the United States, what's happening in Taiwan, and also what's happening in Durban, South Africa. Yep. The BRICS. The BRIC nations, and now they want, uh, Modi yesterday said he wanted the African Union, particularly yep. the powerhouses in sub-Saharan Africa, have the resources to join the G20. Here's what's happening. Around the world, because people say, well, Steve, how do you say this? The dollar's not that far off of these other currencies. No, you've got to compare it to the commodities. Yeah, right. right? right. That, the guys that have these nations, right? I don't care if they got turbans on. They got plenty of smart people that went to Harvard and went to MIT Sloan and yeah. went to the University of Chicago and went to Stanford and they know how to work in HP12C right. and they can do discounted cash flow and, yeah. and, and all, all the perturbations around there. They have come to the conclusion that when they see McCarthy and they see, hey, these are supposed to be Republicans that are, that yeah. are in charge of this thing, when they see that and look at what these politicians do yeah. and they know it's more than $4 trillion yeah. uh, add to the national debt right. and they don't see any political courage nope. of any faction Right besides MAGA, and we're getting beaten up every day. No faction is prepared to step up to the plate and right. say, "This thing is out of control," yeah. and we got to because of the barriers. So they've taken action on their own. In sixty days in Durban, all the BRICS nations, yeah. led by the CCP, because they're instigating it all, yeah. are going to be there, and they're going to offer up an alternative currency for the first time since Bretton Woods, since yeah. the pound went away. And what they're going to say is that, and it's not for them. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to be some sort of basket. But it's a start, yeah. and that's the problem. You're seeing this is the end of the dollar empire. If I go to birchgold.com slash Bannon, you get all the information. We're going to come out uh, hopefully by Monday and have a whole new package for you guys. But go check. You should ask the Birch Gold guys. If the central banks of these companies, the countries that have all these resources are buying gold at record rates, yeah. is something going on here? Because I think you're seeing, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brad, because <laughs> they see the what, what they look at and they say, hey, look, the American citizens have got to take it. Right, because yeah. they voted them in. Yeah. Right, and so if they're if they're taking their purchasing power away, and yeah. I think the purchasing power has been fifteen percent drop in the last two years. They're going. They're not going to do it to us. We're going to get some basket of some right. alternative, right. and we're going to yeah. back it up with gold. And yeah. they're going to a quasi gold standard yeah. internationally. Do you agree with that assessment yeah, directionally? I, I agree with it all economically and, and geopolitically. It's all tied too. They they see the weakness of the global north. They're setting up rules of the game. Good luck with that. They're going to have a hard time doing that, right? We ruled the seas and the trade and the the, the post World War II Bretton Woods liberal order. I don't think they're going to pull it off, but that's the where global, they're going. The global north. That's where they're going. The global north. Yeah. Uh, Blue-eyed white foreign devils. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the blue-eyed white foreign devils yeah. don't know how to manage their own affairs. They're over in the Ukraine killing each other. Yeah, that's you've a, had World right. War One. You've had yeah. World War Two. These foreign devils don't know how to. I mean, this is the pitch they're making. Yeah. Well, they're, and, saying, they're saying, "Why do we have to be into that system? Yeah. Why are we? Why are we beholden? Why do we beholden to the Federal Reserve? You got this guy Powell. When they look at our country and they see Blinken kowtowing that little worm yeah. over the countdown to the CCP, yeah. and it's they awful. see Powell, you see no alpha male. All these beta males up there, yeah. they're all worming around. What do you think the world shows? And you get Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, Joe yeah. Biden. You got Hunter Biden. You got a pervert. You got Modi who comes just to stand in ovation. Modi, Modi, Modi. One of the great nationalists yeah. in our world, and he's not perfect, but man, he's yeah. a hammer for his country. They're all chanting. He's over there. And this is the lack of respect. And the world sees this. You have Modi, who's a rock star, and they put out a poll today. Seventy-six percent in the world poll, Modi's the number one leader in the world. Mm. Wow. From wow. okay, but people respect because yeah. people in these other countries say he stands up for the Indian people. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a billion four. It's they have eight hundred million votes in a democracy, paper ballot, and guess what? They takes them a month, right? And they're right. clean elections. Yeah. 
The yeah. Indians are all over this. You know, the British did a, did, did a, I know this is a wrong thing to say. The British did a good job of setting it up before they got tossed out. Yeah. But the, the Indians run a tight ship over yeah. there in this. Yeah. And so Modi's a, a rock star, and he's one of the leaders in this yeah. thing. The Bidens, when the world looks, Joe Biden brings a pervert son that's on the take from everybody and has the gall to take, put him in a state dinner and kind of, quite frankly, yeah. humiliate the Indians. Yeah. This is yeah. what the world sees. The world yeah. sees these foreign devils and says, yeah. they're not so smart. They're not so tough. They can't take care of their own affairs. The Americans are the, are the things that are most screwed up of all. Yeah. And we're not going to just sit there and, and have our world. We have to do every transaction in Federal Reserve notes. Well, maybe we've got a better system. And I'm telling you, unless we get our house in order, the, the Durban right. is just the, the Durban Accords, which we call them, are just the opening salvo. Yeah. They're going to yeah. come up with an alternative, yeah. and then we're going to be like the British. Professor, am I yeah. right or wrong here? No, you're right. And if you'll notice, I, I like tying everything back to the utter foundations, and they're always moral when you really look at it. And if you look at Modi's speech uh, also, uh, what no one will ever comment on was the poem that he read and the philosophical underpinnings of light, the sunlit uplands, right? He had these metaphors of hope and promise and whatever. And the U.S., what are we offering? We're telling uh, the people of the Ukraine, we got your back. They're all dead. They've lost their shell country. The people in Taiwan are noticing this moral failing of the United States of America. If you promise your buddy you got their back, you better have their back. Our word used to mean something. It's shattered. The Judeo-Christian West right now is shattered. We have to restore that faith and credibility. Before That's we, also tied to financial before markets. Before we go, but we're going to get yeah. more financial. But I want to yeah. bring in Sam Faddis right good, now. Good. Because Faddis, you've got an amazing piece up on And Magazine. I know you're the founder and editor there. But this piece about the current, uh, the, the current Cuban Missile Crisis we've got. 90 miles from our border. Is, is Dave Bratt right? Have they looked at the United States and say, hey, these guys don't have anybody's back and they don't even have their own back. And right now, a dagger at the heart of America, the Chinese Communist Party are going to prove to the world that we cannot defend ourselves. Sam Faddis. Yeah, 100%. That's precisely where we are, right? We have been measured and evaluated and found wanting and... Uh, so now you got the Chinese negotiating, negotiating an agreement with the Cubans, which we assume will be based on the template they've used multiple other places, which means they're going to establish a military base and bring in military personnel and put them 90 miles from Florida. And, uh, you know, look, they're not coming to train Cubans or hang out and get a tan. So you can look at what they have done elsewhere and you can presume that this is the first step toward the deployment of offensive military weapons there, pointed directly at us. That's a second Cuban Missile Crisis, worse, obviously, because we don't have JFK sitting in the White House to push back on this. Talk to me about, i tell you what, let's take a break. I want to get into this. we got more economics to go through. We've got uh, the show is actually developing... Uh, much better than I thought it would. We were so jammed this morning, but I think we're giving enough oxygen to everything. Sam Faddis, and we can get Sam Faddis's piece out. We have a second missile crisis. Yeah. yeah. The problem is we don't have a Jack Kennedy uh, to, to, to stare it down. Yeah. As imperfect an individual as Jack Kennedy was in that moment in time, he, he stared it down. Or at least he stared it down. They also had a little side deal with the Turks, with the, uh, with the yeah. missiles in Turkey. Yeah. A, little, a little side deal. People should remember also. 
It was under the cover of the Cuban Missile Crisis that the CCP initiated an offensive war against the Indians, against India, and uh, that had massive impact. Uh, geopolitics, capital markets, the economy, all of it in the war room. Short break. Back in a moment. Are you tired of progressive corporations and exhausted trying to keep up with all the virtue signaling when you're simply trying to buy products? Progressive corporate America continues to push messaging that further alienates conservative Americans, all while eroding the future of the American dream. It's prominent all over the country. Companies like Starbucks strong-arming their customers to support abortion. Financial services like PayPal canceling customers for their political views. Makeup companies like Maybelline making a mockery of women by supporting transgender models. And beer companies like Bud Light forcing gender ideology on you when all you want is to enjoy a cold beer. Thankfully, we don't have to fund these companies any longer with our hard-earned dollars. With Public Square, we now have a solution. It's simple. Join the movement of millions of patriotic Americans who love truth, our country, and our Constitution at publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public Square is an app and website where you can get connected to tens of thousands of businesses from all different industries that share your value for life, family, and freedom. Whether you're looking to buy coffee, find a new athletic clothing that knows what a woman is, and shop for clean skin care, or simply find a new restaurant in your community that won't lecture you about your political views. PublicSQ.com is your resource. Public Square also offers discounts to many high-quality businesses on the platform so that you can actually receive incentive for spending money with companies that don't hate you. Public Square is free to join as consumer or a business owner, and you can get started today at PublicSQ.com. Remember, either as a consumer or a business owner. Download the app now. That's publicsq.com, publicsq.com. I'm Steve Stern, CEO of Flagshirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit Flagshirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. So, uh, Fattis, uh, tell me, uh, when you say the Chinese are putting a military base down there, I understand there are already Chinese personnel down there, uh, PLA from the CCP. When you say it has offensive capabilities, walk me through what we can anticipate is going to be there. Right. Well, again, look, they're not, they're not coming there. What is their intent in coming there? It is obviously not that they have a pressing need to go train the Cuban military. Right. What they're going to do is they're going to establish a facility. They're going to flow in Chinese personnel from there. Uh, what can we expect? Well, uh, let's start with missiles. Do I expect that that's the first thing that's going to land on the island? Obviously not. But you're alluding to the Cuban Missile Crisis. Technology has changed. Right. If you're talking about Chinese missiles and the command and control mechanisms and all of that stuff, you can bring that stuff in in 40-foot shipping containers on a commercial vessel, drive it to wherever, and have it operational in almost no time. Okay, 
hypersonic Chinese missiles. Flight time, I mean, speed in excess of 7,000 miles an hour. You work that out, my math's not great, but that's about two minutes from Cuba to Miami, maybe 20 minutes to New York, D.C. This changes everything. Anybody who thinks we have the capacity to intercept that, stop that, forget about it. And we're talking not just conventional warheads, but we know that the Chinese have the, are working overtime on putting nuclear warheads in those things. So aircraft. What about what about what, what about cyber? What about cyber and what about cyber offensive cyber and with AI and what about uh, a mini Wuhan labs, uh, biological and chemical? They got chemical through fentanyl. They've got biological through you know through the uh, coronavirus and others they're working on, which we now know. From a Turner won't turn over the report, but we know it's came from the Wuhan lab as a bio lab and offensive cyber, sir. Yeah, all of that. I mean, make a list of all the horrible things in the world. Yes, biological. Why not? I mean, we've already experienced COVID. We are being attacked, the equivalent of a WMD attack by the Chinese every day with fentanyl. Um, keep in mind, I mean, I think people really ought to focus on this. Look, four years ago, COVID crawled out of a Wuhan lab or was released from a lab. But in one way or the other, it came out of a lab that should have been like at the top of our priority in ter- list in terms of collection, right? Biological warfare program, make a virus more dangerous to human beings, our number one global enemy. Nothing trumps that. That's literally what they call in the intel community, tier zero collection requirement. We received from our intelligence community no warning. And then when it began to happen and the Chinese scrambled to contain it, We received no notice of that. It was invisible to us. Four years later, our intelligence community, when you ask them, how did the pandemic start? If you read the assessment and cut through the double talk, it says, uh, we still don't know. We have no information. We have no intel. So if you think the Chinese are going to begin to come into Cuba and we're somehow going to monitor them moment by moment and know precisely when they've got what there, I mean, you're living in La La Land. That's not where we are. Our collection capacity is is nil. President President Trump said on Seb last night, he gave him 48 hours. Then he would come in with hard sanctions, tariffs, everything to try to break him economically. What would Sam Fattis do? Timing, ultimatum, and uh, action. Well, look, I think the, the president's instincts are exactly right, right? What we can't have is we can't have the Biden response which will be we're going to issue a strongly worded letter and uh, begin to have negotiations, which is code for we'll do nothing. We have to approach this the way Kennedy did back in the, the first Cuban Missile Crisis, which is, no, we're setting a finite period and there's no, negoti- there's no discussion here about acceptable terms. You will not do this. This is not going to happen. And then I, I think his instincts, again, are correct. Before we move to kinetic military action, which I would not take off the table. Make a list of every economic, political pressure point we have and say it's all on the table, man. Tariffs, access to capital, trading on the stock exchange, anything and everything. You you got about 72 you would support, hours. You, you would support Gates. Gates requested, and he's a, kind of an anti-war guy, he requested uh, the authorization of military use for the president to be able to take uh, kinetic action here. You would also say you would go up fairly quickly up the chain of uh, of, uh, of escalation to get to kinetic if you had to? I would definitely put kinetic table uh, kinetic action on the list of options we are prepared to take. Would that be my preferred way to solve the problem? 
obviously not. But look, I, I think we both know here's the real issue. The issue is that the Chinese are doing this because they expect there will be no pushback of any kind and no resolve. If that That's what has to change. They have to be told we will and are taking action. This is completely unacceptable. The Biden administration, again, we know where they're going to go with this. If they acknowledge it at all, they're going to say, well, we'll begin discussions. With them. I mean, good God, Blinken just came back from China. 100,000 Americans die a year from fentanyl. All the precursor chemicals come from China. He came back and told us with a straight face, the Chinese are basically accidentally shipping those chemicals to Mexico. They don't really know where they're ending up. So that's no, it's that's a, a lie. And his thing, and his thing on Cuba was a disgrace. Oh, we, we're told him we're very sternly, we're sternly watching that. Sam, how did they get to uh, And Magazine? How did they get to you on social media? AndMagazine.substack.com. That'll take you to every place we are: Twitter, Getter, every place else. And magazine Sam, and you got a lot on you got a lot on and not just geopolitics, but a lot about the local politics up there and other things. So, and election integrity or election crime. So, thank you, sir. Appreciate yes. it, Sam. Thank you. Long term veteran CA. Real quick before we go to break, yeah. Cuba. Yeah, Cuba. Sam had it uh, just right, and uh, we have leverage, like we just did on the debt ceiling. Uh, unique leverage at this moment in history, right? Our economy in the U.S. is only 20% traded. Uh, China's economy is still 50% traded. They're utterly dependent on us, no matter what they say. She's trying to move internal. Uh, 80% of their energy comes around India. Uh, we, we have huge leverage right now at this point in history. Do we, if we don't use it now, uh, we, we do lose uh, what's left of the uh, the liberal rules-based order. Does the, does the American elite have the moral courage to stand up here? No, you just heard they, the, the undercover work with BlackRock. They own senators. They want to keep doing business with China to extract every last nickel of profits on behalf of the 10 top uh, financial firms and at the cost to the American people. Short commercial break. Second hour is going to be lit. Tim Ballard's going to join us. Chris Hoare's going to join us. Steve Stern's going to join us. We're on fire here on a Friday in the world. Back in a moment. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 